Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, it could be a complete conspiracy between employers of all to come together, right? Just to mind people so they don't quit. Wow. Wow. How soon is too soon to quit my job? This is your daily catch-up. One day. Uh, if you're not happy, before. just quit. Uh. Asia One recently put out an article that is titled Why It's Okay to Quit Your Job Only After a Couple of Months. Uh, it talks about this girl whose student name is Nicole. There was like mismatched expectations between like what she was told during the job interview, what her job scope was going to be mm. versus the actuality of it. So the she had been told that she was to help to execute the company's vision, but in reality she was expected to do both the strategizing and the execution. Right. Yeah, and then her boss wasn't very helpful. But at that point, right, when she realized it was like two weeks in only. And then she felt like, oh shit, but I'm already in the job. I cannot quit because this is gonna reflect so poorly on my resume. Actually yeah. it won't be because if you're there for two weeks, just don't put it there and just say you took an extended break. That's quite a smart tip. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, so in the <laughs> end, like she tried to stick it out, but in the end she still quit after two months. Mm. Yeah. But what do you think? Do you think it's uh, something that uh, will reflect badly? No way, yeah, I don't think so. I think it's very easy to cover up. Just say that they have family emergency or you took a break, take care of mom, grandmother. Went for a gap year, you know, I started uh, work straight away after uni. I didn't really have that break. So I'm saying whenever you start a new job, you have four grandparents again. So that you can take leave. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but lying to your employer aside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I, I do hear this like from, from, from friends and, and other people also, right? They, mm. they struggle with this. they like, I joined already. It's not going to look good on my resume. I have to stay for at least a year. Mm. Mm. Anything less than that, right? Wow, cannot. But, but then I question it. Eh. Like, just be honest with your, your, your whoever you're interviewing for next. Lah. Yeah. Like, if it didn't work out, it's more sensible and I'll respect you more if you know when to step away. When to walk away from, from something that you know mm. is not a good fit. Correct. But yeah. then in the first place, like, or at least maybe you don't even reach the... In- the actual company stage at recruiter stage right they might just flag you as like this person is like a flight risk then they don't even push you on to the it next round it could totally be possible or it could be a complete conspiracy between employers of all to come together right just to mind f- people so they don't quit wow wow that sounds kind well, of I'm spiral not yet, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaking anything no I feel like the one year thing was like maybe three years ago I think that was important because I mean before this when we look at our parent generation they stayed for my dad's thing is like job for like 15 years yes, right? yeah. so like I feel like eventually that number shrank and shrank and shrank as to like what does a decent amount of time in the company and then now ever since the great resignation and people leaving and realising that they don't want to waste their time really they want to do what they love I feel like it's easier to justify now that hey look I left after two months it was during a probation period probation period is for them to see I'm a good fit or but for also for me to see whether they are a good fit for me just wasn't a great fit. Yeah, it's so interesting that it, there is now that opposite. Like, it's not just whether they want to accept me, but whether I want to accept the company. Yeah. Employees seem I mean? to have a bit more power now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then it's right because they also in- they also interviewed this uh, HR director that said that it's really down to the fact that millennials don't just want to put food on the table mm. anymore. They want to feel fulfilled. But it's also True. interesting because like we talk about how we are millennials are the first generation that are going to be poorer than the previous, right? Not gonna. Mm-hmm. That mm. are already. Oh. But it's also because of that that they are able to how to say it's because of the parents' provision and all that, right? That they are not as afraid 
to be looking for their ideal careers instead. To prioritize mm. different yeah. ones la, in your yeah. career, I guess. Okay. There was this LinkedIn survey. Which means also. it's not sustainable. La. The millennials children better get their shit together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, we're going to retire them all. Or the AIs just need to hurry up so that we all just don't need to work anymore. And wipe us out. Huh? Oh no, sorry. <laughs> and serve us. Yes. We're interrupting this broadcast with a special announcement. We're hiring! Let's go. If you look down below, we have a link that will bring you to all the positions that you can help us fill. We would love to have you like and also like, share, subscribe this video. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, 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 yeah. it's conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the episode. There was also a LinkedIn survey that uh, showed that promotions, pay raises, and six-figure salaries no longer factor high on how Singaporeans define success in the office. Uh, really, man. So over 70% of them cited happiness, and then this article <laughs> bracket, which cannot be quantified by KPIs, <laughs> and health as the barometer for work success. Depends where they ran this service. No, yeah. then maybe money gives them happiness, eh? Then it's just packaging. <laughs> but, but the thing is that people who are on LinkedIn are looking mostly for jobs. And so then, wherever they ran this survey. It's true. I want to say that the LinkedIn and, and Feng retrenchment and all that stuff is making it very appealing. Everybody feel like they can get a job. Mm. Like very easy to get a job. Which is not right. as easy as... Like I have friends that, oh, that had that mindset. Then now exploring property, that kind of stuff, you know? Mm. I find it very strange, especially for like... When, when it's kind of like your first, second job kind of thing, right? And the pursuit of happiness and that balance, right? Not that it's a bad thing to, to, to strive for, but you need to get go into a job or start a career kind of like know, already knowing what kind of objectives or, or goals you want to achieve or where you're trying to get with what you're doing and getting better. But if you're just pursuing happiness and, and trying to make that the priority in your job, right? Then that can look like a lot of things, but they might not guarantee long-term happiness. So if like you join a company that has like, hey, wow, we got foosball table, we got all these other f- shit, it's going to be so fun, you know, you're going to be happy doing the job that you do. But then they take these little, little things, these very superficial things, and then they equate that to happiness. Yeah. But then when it comes to the skills and the job, right, they are not actually growing. Mm. Yeah, which then becomes a long-term problem because the only other thing that they have to, they can fall back on, right? Or, or one of the main reasons why you have a job in the first place is for money, ma. Mm. But your money is not going to increase if you don't grow also as, as a, yeah, in your in your work. Yeah, so then I feel like this becomes a very big problem. I or think it's not just objectives in like finding a workplace, right? But also like what kind of life you want to live because there are people who are going, they, at the end of the day, there's always trade-offs. So like if you're going to work super long hours, but you're going to make a lot of money out of it, I think it's knowing that, okay, I'm prepared to slog up for the next, say, 15 years, 20 years. Then after that, I'm going to be making 30K a month and I'll be happy after that. But I have to like slog up for that 15 years. Or I'm going to be the kind of person that I'm just happy earning enough to pay for my expenses, but I'm going to live a super happy life, chill life. But then you're going to be working for longer. Lor. And I think people, when they first start their job, need to spend the first maybe three years to figure out what kind of life they want to have and then go for that. But do you feel like, because currently, right, the idea of like delayed gratification is so foreign because everything moves so fast. I order something mm. straight away. It comes same day delivery or whatever, right? Then I Love want that too. instant happiness <laughs> such that like, I'm just not willing to 
work my whole life or like but, work for a good 10 years before I can start enjoying myself. Mm, but I, I feel like I've, I've shared this example before where this guy was talking about how uh, a child maybe eats candy every day and he gets that little doses of happiness but then six months in, he's, he goes to see the dentist and then all his teeth decay mm. and then that brings a large amount of unhappiness. Ma. Mm. And then the other way around, you can see somebody that's slogging every day doing a job that maybe they're not super happy with but then at 40, they retire and then they can enjoy that the fruits of that labor. Mm. So, so, so back to your point, right? It's how do you then navigate that, ma? Like, what is your long? Like, what is your goal? Yeah, yeah. Like just now, we were kind of talking about how the balance has kind of shifted from power to the employers to balance or even leading towards employees now, right? So the article also says that any number of reasons might propel a person out of the door, but a bad boss ranks high on this list, especially from early on. The person doesn't seem open to feedback or is unwilling to change. What's so why so you look at me immediately? Odd for, no, and it's like, I just looked up. <laughs> you don't even be self-conscious. <laughs> Which was so odd to read because this description, right, you will generally read about an employee. Yeah. But then seeing it written right after saying that there was a bad boss, it's, it's so odd. It's like now I'm rating, I'm rating my boss in a mm. sense. The tables have turned. Random thought. Mm. Do you think it's because right now, right, there's a huge amount more bosses than in the past because it's so much easier to start a business and then side hustles and side hustles blow up and become businesses such that bosses are not that qualified because in the yeah, past yeah. you look at what are the bosses right those are people that come from elite families they went to good school then funding MBAs. is not easy to get yeah. so you must be a hell of a person to get funding to start something there was a point time where MBA you had to have an MBA like, to be a CEO yeah. yeah we just decide start company start company this guy boom sell alcohol boom this guy media <laughs> Uh, okay. Boom! Just boom. no, no, but 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 that makes sense, lah. I mean, like we talked about before about like the sagas of like you know different media, like YouTube media companies and things like that. It's also because this literally maybe their, their first mm. job they never really ran. No, a yeah, my before. my point is it could also be a trend of just lousier bosses of a lot. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, like it, the quality of of employees may go down on this metric, right? Whether people stay, whether people want to work hard. The quality of bosses probably went down also. But I think what's interesting is that if you had, like, if you take a matrix of four, right, and you had bad boss, good boss, good job, bad job, right, people would stay in a bad job with a good boss, but would leave if it's a good job, but bad boss. What makes a good, what's like under this good job? Like, the money. Yeah. Like, the, the, the money to work time ratio uh-huh. is decent. Yeah. yeah. Work hours. That's what I was like wondering. So, like, why is it so important to have a good boss? Like because there are other things that affect it, ma, like what you mentioned, like under good job, right? that's probably like the mm. work culture, Growth, right? like how much opportunity. balance no, no, but you your, have. Your, your good boss affects your work culture. Right? So it's yeah. not just me. Right? So for example, oh. yeah. so if you and him cannot work properly, I'm sure that's fucking crazy for you, right? Mm. Right. <laughs> you got something to say. So. <laughs> yeah. But there's also quite an interesting statistic that uh, this online like career platform called The Muse, they did this research that showed that 72% of young workers say that they've regretted a new job after starting. I mean, two questions, right? Like one, how do you even evaluate a job properly before you start? Because before you try anything, you don't know, ma. And then secondly, if right after I try, I hate it, then how? Like when do I know you when- you hate the fact that it's a job. When do I know when it's time to quit? <laughs> no, but do they hate it relative to their previous job or they just hate it in general? Because like some people uh, hate their current job yeah. and then go out there and realize, shit, I hate it. Like, is it their first job? You know what I mean? Mm. No, Maybe I don't think it's first job. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. There has they did mention this also because like the grass they said the grass is always greener on social media. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, I remember like during my first internship attachment in Poly, right? My first week there, like where I have to wake up, commute, like 
want something decent because I overdressed like you know first few days you overdress a bit right so I like oh, wear shirt all then the poly make you wear your suit and tie Whoa. at least for first day uh, for your okay. boss to tell you no need yeah so then I did that for one week then I realised oh my god I got 50 years of this eh. yeah <laughs> wow that really scared me eh. that really scared me like I my my internship bosses were them solid we're still friends now like I go to their house and maka and I know all the kids and stuff they were good the job was relatively fun also we did medical conferences what now but my internship end I'm so fucking happy like, like I, I look at them <laughs> and I'm like like, I love y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Bye. we keep in touch. <laughs> but when I went down the staircase of the second floor shop house, right, I feel like I'm like, you know, you, do, you go out and feel then they will. Yeah. The staircase, then I bang the car, I get out. I was like, oh my God. I'm going to go back to school. I'm so happy. Yeah. I felt that way about my first internship also because it was a very traditional company. My boss really took care of me and I really liked him, right? But it really felt like damn Especially your media monitoring. No, 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 this wasn't my PR drop. But like, really, like, so in Thailand, I was holding a briefcase also. I really look like, like my, like. But inside, I got two pencils. Then your clothes don't fit properly because you just, a like, bit of a how to dress warmer. Like, I'll grow this, yeah, I'll yeah, buy a bigger yeah, size. You gotta go G2000 and all. Then the hair also not <laughs> quite clean. Or like. Exactly that. Then I just went, like, oh my god. I remember sitting in the toilet, now I was just like, fuck. I think Rabat like before going to startup, <laughs> then you can wear whatever you want. Everyone's them chill and all your age. Right? Everyone was like twenty years older than me, and I was like, oh, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine, like for guys, right? At least y'all can wear like s- button Pretty down shirt. Standard, you buy you like ten. Yeah. 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 Then Diana, right? Every no, two weeks, right? Three. She tell me she need to go shopping to buy work clothes. Shopping to buy work clothes. Like, then I said we just wear shopping. Mm. Then she she just need new combinations like. But yeah. it's like it's like skirt. what kind like blouse and spun, pencil skirt kind of like or varied loss so she buy dress or she buy like oh, okay that explains a lot of things actually have you introduced her to the concept of minimalism though no. bro I everywhere every day wear Arizona man I have the whole Arizona collection <laughs> that I just recycle through it's a very big collection though <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> they're running a sale ends today oh okay by the time it's end, it's supposed out it's end but that I hope you got, I I hope got in the sale but, <laughs> but yeah so the second question that I have was that like when do you know when it's appropriate to quit or is it just like I'm quitting ahead of time because mm. when there's no challenge when you don't feel out of your depth you're not growing one. so then how do I know it's just a case of that instead of wow this is really not good for me and I need to get out bounce I, I feel like why did you all quit your last jobs oh great <laughs> question why I left no I, I think there's a slight difference here first because these are all like they try out a new job for like a few months kind mm. versus like my previous one is like I do it for like four years already you know but like, like just, just to touch on this a little bit more first, uh, it's like, I'm not sure whether we are hearing um, entitlement. Like, is it right. entitlement? Like, first of all, you come into a new space, uh, maybe it's your first job. How the f*** you know what's a good boss and bad boss? Yeah. How do you know what's good for you, what's bad for you, right? Yeah, like, are you even good at one thing yet? If you're not good yeah, yeah. at one thing, why are you trying to grade everybody? Yeah. yeah. If it's very strange to me that like like they they have I mean I, I'm hoping that this is not the case and there's really yeah. like there's a criteria and they understand that this is like really my first job signs of a bad boss. I'm scared when my boss will like me, my colleagues will like me or not. Yeah, you, you purposely stay back after like seven, eight, make sure you're seen staying back late that you're ready to. No, grind. not just that though. Like I would I like I want to be prepared to like be able to run the business there. Like you know as your first job. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Actually, Chris has given me like quite good advice on this before, right? I cannot remember what's the exact thing he said to me, but something along the lines of like you don't get to hate something unless you are good at it. Because, mm. right, it just means that you hate it because you are shit at it lah, and not because like, I g- actually can do it, but I just realised that this is not something that I like to do lah. Mm. Yeah, so there's that big difference which I think probably like, not many people, at least first jobbers, they realise. But their job is not to be the boss though. Their job is mm. not to manage. But their so, job is to do their job what? Like, uh, to do their job lah. Yeah. But then, 
you being able to do your job and you having a bad manager or boss is two different things, ma. It's true. Yeah. Well, all of our first job was startups. Mm. Mm. Which is why I guess we are very primed in like wearing many hats, figuring things out for ourselves, like not having enough information or guidance, but just coming back with the um, solutions to your boss, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I did see this TikTok recently about a girl who's commenting on, on, on how some companies use the whole startup culture as an excuse for Mm. Not improving their systems, mm. yeah, yeah, not having proper systems in place f- to facilitate for their employer uh, employees and all this kind of thing, right? Which mm. I thought was like, okay, like fair enough, yeah, it is fair lah. So you need to, but you need to evaluate because some is really bopian. It's a startup, and these are the steps that they just need to go through before mm. they get to that level, and they just cannot provide for. But then there are also those that is just it lah with startup culture. Then this is the way it is, all. Yeah. and then that's unhealthy. But you need to be able yeah. to identify why. I, I saw a very recent TikTok about a young girl that says. She will never join a startup again. Mm. Yeah, she like she will forever go to MNC because of the lack of structure, like everything. Mm. And I remember in my first job when my boss gave me like a task, like to to what you mentioned, right? She thought she was gonna execute a vision, but she needs to also come out with a vision, right? Maybe mine not so drastic, but because the first company I joined, I also had to carve out a department. I had to train a team from scratch. I was like, oh my God, my boss trusts me so much. Yeah. But did you know that's what you were getting into? I had no expectations. Like, I, I just ah. really wanted to be liked. <laughs> okay. You know, I just really wanted to not lose my job. I didn't want my boss to hate me. I wanted to have friends in my colleagues, you know? Yeah. So it, it was like kind of dog mindset maybe. But I remember <laughs> I go in there and, and my, boss, my boss asked me to go and like start a new business division or go and raise funds, start a foreign entity a branch there right despite the pain of great right I feel like if I go anywhere else right my boss is not gonna tell me here yeah buy yourself a plane ticket go to Thailand start our Thailand business mm. yeah yeah like I feel like no one is gonna trust me like that that's why I stay yeah yeah and in, but in, in many cases I realize this is why people quit now yeah so I, I think it really depends what you're looking for right because like I mean I was my first job also was a startup and like suddenly all these responsibilities right but I specifically wanted this because I, I knew I wanted to become someone of an entrepreneur, but there was a lot of risk. You, you straight away come out of like university, you don't have any money. There's mm. no way you're gonna like take all your savings and go and start a business. So then joining a startup actually gives you the opportunity to like, oh, I feel like we're promoting startups. Also. Yes, yeah. But like, like I felt like at that point in time, joining a startup will give me the opportunity to take on so many of these roles, wear so many hats while actually being paid to do it and mm. being paid to take risks being paid to suddenly try and do stuff lah like and then worst thing the worst come to worst you you quit your not so high paying job yeah but it, it was damn fun to like every day just huh oh I have to figure this out now because the business wants to actually try doing this okay lah let's go and like mm. let's figure it out and like try something new but not everyone is up for that and right. that's completely fine and it, it yeah. also feels like maybe I'm renting right it also <coughs> feels like sometimes when you feel like someone has a sense of entitlement you keep it to yourself because Mm. It's not right to feel like someone else is entitled now because it just feels like you're invalidating their feelings. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I, feelings are such a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> or validation. No, back then it's like, you got feelings, go home. No, know? because anyone can be cancelled now, you know, like social media has given power to too many people. Yeah, so I came across like this blog by this author called Scott Young oh. that he basically explains how to decide whether or not to give up on something because right. yeah, there are tons of not moments. Not necessarily a job. La. Yes. In life. Not necessarily, yeah, but in okay, life. Okay. Give up. But I think it can like pertain to a job also. La. So okay, okay. like number one is do you obviously have a better opportunity because decisions aren't made in isolation. You're giving Correct. up one thing for the other. There is a trade-off. So like cost. for, I mean, if you're a student or what, it might make most sense for you to stay in school. But for someone else who is already like wanting to start a company or what, like, 
okay, extreme examples like Bill Gates, right? Starting Microsoft was way higher than like staying mm. in school, ma. Mm. Yeah, so then they talk about like, is there a better opportunity, even if it might not be uh, the easier route? Mm. But isn't yeah. there always a better opportunity? Yeah, lo. You think? What is the best opportunity? Not always, though. It just depends on what you value at that time. Yeah, because right? there are be- people who don't realize that maybe where they are right now is the best that they can do already. Oof. Then, huh? then you made how? it sadder. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were trying to turn it around. <laughs> what do I do at that point? <laughs> you just got to get real, you know? This is life. I think today also, like, in modern society, right? Like what we talked about earlier, grass is greener, right? and, it's, and, it's, and it's everywhere because of social media. So you keep seeing opportunities, which means that you perceive greater opportunity cost when it comes to making certain, certain choices yep. versus last time back in the day where these are the only few things you know what mm. the, at most the opportunity cost is I, I don't do the other thing but now it's like if I, if I choose this I'm going to lose out on these 20 other opportunities instead mm. yep. so maybe that weighs heavier on, on, on the people of today mm. on the people of today more in today's modern context then number two is this guy says that I will predefine my commitment before starting. So instead of like when you start and then you decide like, oh shit, I feel like I want to quit. Instead of that, right, he gives himself that timeline. So like, let me do this for a year and then I will decide whether I want to quit at that point. So then throughout, right, then you will know whether or not you are quitting based on a whim mm. or you are really like sticking it through. Or use a probation period. Yeah. <laughs> Three months. Uh. But that's like relationship advice. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to break out somebody, yeah. wait a year. Let's just get together for six months first. <laughs> then we decide. <laughs> we are on probation. And then number three, which I think might be a bit fluffy. Lah. Would your future <laughs> self feel regret or relief? He's, he hey, does yeah, acknowledge that's not that fluffy, eh. He acknowledges mm. how to how to I think, think like that now. Huh? But how you know like your future yeah, self, whether you're gonna regret or not? Because so for example, right, right now, like there are certain decisions that we have to make as a company. Um, yeah. We know the huge recession is looming. We know that I am trying to drastically scale the company also. And at what cost, right? The, and because the cost of inflation is high then, and because fangs all retrench, there are also many companies that are trying to hire, which means talent is getting way, way more expensive. So I will ask myself, if, I, if this company closes down three years from now, what did I wish I do today? Do I want to hot resources or mm. do I want to go out of a bank? Mm. Or build something that was like beloved by at least a few, then show the world that the market couldn't sustain this growth. Right. Or would I rather like bleed into nothingness? Wow. Because every single point ends in such a sad <laughs> No, you know business somehow is really very scary. I don't know how to tell you. When 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 you are responsible for the livelihoods of and not just the current livelihood, for the growth of other people, right? At first, we were just a few people just trying to, you know, whatever we did for a previous company, we kind of have the basic asset script together. We can make, hey, we take money ourselves, I don't need to give to our boss, right? <laughs> then you tell yourself, you know, when I one, one day when I become a boss, I will distribute, you know, we, we won't fucking hoard the money. Then, okay, okay, you tell yourself, then that helps you sleep better at night, right? Then after that, you hire someone, then the, the talent gets better and better and better until I get a, someone like you, so young, and then you tell me, hey, John, what is the what is my progression if I work here? Then I'm like, that's the head of content strategies. You report directly <laughs> to him already. Wait for him to quit or die, man. What the other day, John had this <laughs> realization that he's been doing content for like ten years, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my god, like we are like one fifth. I'm then when John <laughs> asked me what is his progression, then I'm like, I will have to step down, lor. <laughs> oh right? 
or you, or you take over GM or you, or you take over uh, as, as the CEO of the company you know do that like okay then I cannot grow until I out of job ma. <laughs> right yeah. so the companies go higher uh. <laughs> you need to build again build and build and build and build it goes so big then now oh, what payroll is payroll used to be grand guys I, I, mean, I don't want to say our payroll now <laughs> <laughs> uh, but payroll is insane now right and yeah. then there's just like a lot of the things you think about and there are things that you don't need to think about your first two years into the business you want to break even you want to be profitable you want to make sure people are paid well you want to give them bonus right yeah then progression such a future question then I say progression it really depends ma. what's your outlook here do you feel like working here in the next 20 years do you want to raise your family and see your grandchildren in this company then there are some people in this company that told me have yes right it's like fuck how <laughs> I barely afford my car <laughs> I'm mad <laughs> I'm quite sure it was probably mad <laughs> right so he's like okay no 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 make sure this work you buy a car mm. right and it's like wow tough eh. it's like a forever thing then with today's current climate of hiring uh, it's, it's the worst part of the job that is the most important part of the job right? is this a time to give our hiring shout out <laughs> hey, yes man hey, yo. we're hiring <laughs> we are I'm, I'm trying to hire for many positions many we're looking for content strategists um, sales and accounts team so account executive account manager account we have a, account no so we have a consolidated manager. list of <laughs> all the jobs that we're hiring for the link is in the because description because we are professionals yeah. Yeah. production crew as well Sometimes right when there are too many opportunities laid out in front of you, then you experience a form of paralysis mm. where you don't know which to embark on and what to sacrifice, yeah. right? Gem. And I'm just wondering if you all have ever been in that position and then how do you decide how to overcome it? I go through that every day. I mean, every meal. <laughs> <laughs> then you order all. <laughs> yeah, so what can we learn from that? Huh? Like, grab order every... <laughs> Just pick and choose because there's another day to choose another one. No? So just try the job, don't like it, then try another one. No? Okay, that's actually the best answer you can possibly mm. give eh, in life. So in career, you think it's the same? Yes. Yeah. But I think you have to really consider the climate of the market and the industry that you're in. So actually to answer your question, is it okay to keep quitting your job every two months? It really depends on the industry and the climate. Because if it's very, very healthy- <laughs> not Every two months, probably not. <laughs> 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 that's a Maybe not two months, but like less than a year, right? Because if your industry is like, say, finance trader or whatever, and the turnover rate is so high already, and if it's like a bull market, they're probably going to be hiring very aggressively. So it doesn't matter whether or not mm. you are there and you leave after two months because they are hiring you to see whether you're okay or not, and then they will fire you during probation anyway. So hiring is so aggressive there. But if it's recession, and then you're an industry that's very slow moving, then probably not long. So it really depends. If, the, if it happens too many times, then you are the problem. Oh, because for sure. you are the one that can't find a good fit or what's wrong with your evaluation process that you keep finding yeah. jobs that you don't, you are not happy in. Yeah, yeah. but there, there, there are some industries where really the only way to progress is to jump ship. Like in like advertising right. agency industry, yeah, for like, example. Yeah, like, mm. In order for you to really go up one rank as soon as possible is that after one year, you need to go to a different agency. Yeah, which I'm also very confused about. And I, and I, I mean, I've never had to make this decision or tell people about this or, or, or decide for somebody, right? But if say you are an employee and jumping ship will pay you much better but you don't really want to you do want to stay in your existing company then and then if you say like companies also want to retain talent right not easy to acquire talent right then how come why is it that internal progression of, of salaries or whatever right cannot fight that 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 move I think it's because when you are deciding to stay right you're already deciding that money is not high, that as high up on your priority list does that make sense? because it's potential energy Really, like right now, for example, we have, let's say, you think of a random colleague in the office, right? 
And then that person is now asking me for a 1k pay bump. Mm-hmm. Then you ask yourself, is there someone that you think that I should say no to? Okay, let's say it's that person. Okay? So I said no, that person leaves. Now I now we need to hire. You also can't join because you work with that person. Right? You need me to replace this person as soon as possible. But this new person come is previous person plus 1k. Yeah, like hire first law. The experience looks good lah. Mm. They work at so-and-so media company or so-and-so advertising company. Okay lor. Full of potential energy ma. Mm. We don't know ah. It could be fucking good. Mm. Then we hire. So that means every time right, but it's almost me, like the the levy you are paying for gamble right? Yeah. yeah. But then why not just bump that 1k on the previous person if that person is good enough? Because you already know what they're capable of. So if they already deserve a pay raise, you would have given them that pay raise. And if right, they're not, right. then it is the hope that someone new is going to be better than that. Lor. And I'm sure everybody start out their starting pay with us. Happy with their starting pay with us. Because right? <laughs> you know why you join us, right? <laughs> like you must be acceptable to you lah, to a certain extent, right? And our raises are beyond 4 to 6%. Worst, the worst year we've done was 6%. Then we usually go 7%. But yet now you'll see around talk about, are we a very high paying company? No. Lah. We've already beat the industry average. But quite a few percentage points already. I, I but not enough. You know, so at the end yeah. of the day, it's not about 1%, 1%, 1%. Ma. You no, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But if so, you can get so, poached for, sorry, if you can get poached for 50% more than what this company pays you, right? I will know that. As in, I, know, I am keenly aware that a lot of people in this company are very, very uh, sought after. But it also means that we need to retain everybody in this company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. which is not 6%. It's yeah, so, 15% across the board. So then, then why is it that the that external company, like say we already know this individual's employee's value is this, right? Mm. Then how come another company would pay that thousand more for that person? Because they're not doing it for every single person in that company, though. Mm. They're doing it for that one person or that one person. The same reason you will agree if I we really need to make the hire already, right? Yeah. Can we just pay that person X plus 1.5k? The same salary that you told me don't give it to this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not worth it. It's a devil you know versus a devil you don't know. And I think it might also be, in a sense, like a form of like a release clause. In the case of poaching, specifically. Mm, yeah. yeah. So that's why, like, it's very interesting how pay raises, the standard is about 4 to 6%, right? But yeah. when you actually jump ship, the standard is usually 20% of your last drawn. Yep. And yep. that's the norm. Yeah, interesting, yeah. But you can think about it, is it sustainable to give everybody a 20% pay raise? <laughs> when a person hit 5k is 1k, 6k is 1.2k already. Mm. Mm. Uh, across the board, it's crazy. Plus bonus. Yeah. Plus CPF. Which is no longer bonus. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so okay. Give up, uh. If <laughs> <laughs> the end of this, give up. Or it might be relief. <laughs> yeah, but so point three, like, that, will your future self feel regret or relief? The author does mention, does admit that it is a hard question. But essentially, what he's going at is that he's trying to get you to not be overly attached to your current plans and like mm. give up another thing just for mm. fear of the unknown. Mm. Yeah. There's, a, there's a danger to this also where like today, right? Like at least in our industry, we see a lot of people um, diversifying and then like having like multiple streams of income and trying to explore as many things as possible, have a lot on their plate. But um, there was this study that I can't remember where I saw it right, about how if you just focused on one thing that the exponential growth of that individual endeavor will actually garner you much greater results than than depends if you were on to where you are, I guess. Mm. 
I think really but most there are a lot of good people that go unrecognized. The last point on this article says, do you really need to give up or is it just about taking a break? Give up, uh. Yeah. So <laughs> I think <laughs> a lot of times, uh, I think your case is you just need to take a break because like, I mean now there's like burnout, which is like a buzzword, right? And also like. Oh, very long I hear this word actually, huh? You've fallen out of it. Yeah, because but everyone back knows in the already. menu. <laughs> now it's back. Yeah, yeah, but it's basically like, do you just need to get back to a more neutral mindset? Um. Yeah, in order to re-examine your feelings. I think uh, maybe something quite interesting that I recently encountered also is that like, your side hustle need not deviate a lot from your main hustle. So it could like build on, build on, build on, and then you're just garnering like things that will help you overall like lift up your career in that same path. Lah. So recently I also got another offer uh, to go and build some form of like content strategy, but it's for like a B2B company. And they were offering, as in the pay is like a significant increase also. But at the moment, because like the person that was asking me did ask like, are you looking for a new job? Then, I mean, I just told her like, honestly, no lah, cause I'm happy where I'm at. And then like there is, <laughs> Like I'm excited about the new series that we are going to do also, which we will put casting call the, down below. Is it series? Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah. We, we have casting call we will put in the description below so you can fill that up. Yeah, so I'm excited about that and then I don't have much complaints about where I am at. And yeah, I think overall it just feels like I'm walking away from a lot. Law. Like it's not that there is not more- Like a prison. Yeah. yeah. So then I actually asked them like, is it possible to do a part-time thing? So like I don't do- uh, yeah, so I'm not quitting my company or what lah, mm. but like maybe like on weekends I can like check in with you guys or whatever lah. Consult lah. Yeah. Uh, no. Somewhat. Consult, sure. but then uh, manage the interns a bit more. Got so, you. Yeah. So then after that, I actually went to John about it. Cause I asked him, I mean, I mean on one hand, I didn't need to tell him about it if it's a weekend thing, because like he would probably wouldn't know also if I never said it. Just <laughs> come lah. But then, yeah lah, I just thought. Which is what I told her actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I just thought that. Actually on one hand though, um, you kind of do mm. because in the employment contract you're not supposed to seek other employment yes. but within right. this company we we encourage mm -hmm. like side hustles right but so i thought it was a good time to to talk about the opportunity cost for an employer to right? allow that yeah to allow that mm. right which is um claim number one you're exposed to another culture which which you are doing on a Okay, just just for the record, I, I never say no. Okay, yeah, I just yeah. told her my thoughts on it, but she can decide, right? So some of it is that your side houses are usually more pleasurable to you because it's something that does not feel like your normal routine, and it's something you do on the weekend, and then you probably get paid sooner. Probably your per hour rate is higher, um, because it's part time. You are grappling with the grass is greener, and you get to step on that grass to play pretty green, mm. right? Mm. And then the other one is is the tiredness of it mm. because. One thing that matters a lot to me is that you have to look at your life and your work-life balance in totality. There will mm. be tough days, there will be good days, but we gotta look at things in a totality. You cannot just look at your salary, you gotta look at are there incentives, mm. are there bonuses, are there uh, flexibility, right? And I feel like many times people cannot. Like people feel like, okay, I'm poor now. It must be because my employer, my employer pays me shit. But do you save to invest? Like we look at things in a totality. If not, then there will never ever be enough for you. Right, and as much as I value you, do I want to pay 3k above market for someone that your experience great? Mm. Like, I want to, but how? Then, not like I pay you this, we are good for five years. No, ma. 
Next year you're gonna ask another one. Next year you're gonna ask another one. Next year you're gonna ask another one. Hopefully you are one year apart. Sometimes it's every three months, right? Then how do you balance that? I really value you, but how do we have a few thousand dollars in the bank to give you half? Is it are you that easy to replace? No, we really love you. You are damn good, you know. But to what end? Mm. Yeah, it's, it's something I think about. And if and the fact that sometimes people work through their weekends, and then they come to work tired, mm. and then no juice, especially in creative roles. Then you got no juice, you just feel like, uh, so maybe you feel a bit constricted or, or what, what not. And then you just feel like, wow, ever since I work here, I'm very tired. Mm. Yeah, but what time you sleep? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Did you rest? Did you take care of your body? Which is what I'm concerned about. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why, if let's say you earn an off in living gravity, it's part of the reason that we say they must cash out, the, they must spend the off in lieu within the month. Because you accumulate at the end of the year, you just feel like you're damn tired and everything and leave. You've got no break. This company works like a dog. But no, it's you own self accumulate your fin ma. So, are some of the trade offs that employers don't get to see. I'm very privileged. <laughs> uh, I get to keep renting. Vicariously uh. <laughs> <laughs> for all the other entrepreneurs. Yeah, I think it's important to like. I, I guess it was kind of implied with that list also. It's like, are you quitting because you just don't want to work? Or you're quitting because it's really a bad fit, culture doesn't work, it's not what you want to do. Mm. There's all these other factors. But it's so hard because when you're tired from the work, or you hate your boss, you can't see, you, you, it's not clear. Mm. It's very good to just sit down, reflect and go. Okay, you know, but maybe from their perspective, right, is that you, you are afraid to think that maybe I'm, I don't like, I just knock out for working. Yeah. But no way, maybe your job sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe my right. Or like one more time, I think I, there was a point on my, one of my internships, which in the end of the day, I actually really, really enjoyed it. But I remember very early on where I thought, Am I just really bad at it? Because I was attached to a manager that was just really like rude or demanding of me and but felt she like expects highly of you, lah. Yeah, and I didn't see that. I just thought, what the f am I just really bad at this or why? I just felt it's just not for me, lah, you know. Like I it's not cut, I'm not cut out for this. I need something else. And then you just have to slog through that and realize, ah, she was Mr. Miyagi. You know? Ah. It was training and then. By then, are you still with her? No lah, no lah. But uh, by then, not so Miyagi though. But there was <laughs> there was things that I got out of that that made me good at that job for the duration of my internship after that. Right, right, right. And sometimes you just gotta have clarity. It's so hard when you're really stressed to like see the forest through the trees. And therefore, you just need to take a break. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess if you're deciding on giving up, right, like. I think there are proper ways to manage, or, or maybe if you find it difficult, especially at the start of a job, right? Evaluate why it's difficult. If it's because it's challenging you in areas that you've never been challenged before, but not in a toxic way, then maybe try to 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 you know push a bit more and then see what you get out of it. That's Versus gross, just right? like the fucking, uh, I'm gonna feed into my feelings and just give the f- up. Uh. Mm. Like there one no go. Uh. You will, you will never survive anywhere. Mm. I should say a lot of people sometimes want growth, but then when the challenge comes for them to grow, right? Don't mm. want to take on the They challenge. want the benefits of growth. Mm. Yeah. But that's it also, I think different people have different motivations mm-hmm. and, and and then maybe it's just a matter of finding it for yourself. La. But mm. it's, it will take hard work. Either way, one, there will be difficulties. Yeah. And you must be able to push through. Right. Like, mm. Yeah. There's no there's no fluffy dream job out there that doesn't have struggle. And, uh, there's, yeah. You might find a job like that, then you'll say it doesn't challenge you. Then there's the struggle. Mm. Mm. I mean, Ironic. Well, wow, the grass is not green on any side, man. Yes, yeah, there's no grass. Yeah, we're all walking on fire. <laughs> the yeah. grass is greener where you water it. This is just. Hey, you didn't come out this shit, right? No, no, no. Someone told me something. Okay. I don't know. It's another actor. He could. He's a celebrity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Joker guy, the biologist from Harry Potter. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs>
Thank you so much for watching today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you enjoy our other episodes, like, share, and subscribe. If you are looking for a job, mm. please, uh, we're hiring. If you're looking for something fun to do, casting cow down below. Casting cow. We will call you if we cast you. <laughs> you can do both, so you can apply for a job and casting call. I'll make your hotline bling. Okay, bye. I can make your hotline bling. Hey. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.